friends. Welcome to this episode of Productivity and Proverbs 31, PP 31 as I like to shorten it up. And I'm so excited because this episode expounds on what we're teaching in our new course, Five Days to Faith, and it's helping you to take the next steps in that faith, to grow what you've come to believe and to grow that out so that you can be a person equipped for good works in the Lord and to serve the church by using your own unique gifts and talents. And I truly believe that you have specific God-given gifts and talents that only you can use. It's just for you. And the reason I believe that is because God says it. So I hope that you will grab a pen. And if this is a subject that you've had some confusion about or have no clue what I'm talking about, then I hope you will stick around after the introduction so that we can discuss this at some length. Hey friends, Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. The conversation about spiritual gifts is one that always gets me super excited. And if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know it doesn't take a lot to get me excited. But this really is one that gives me joy to teach. It gives me excitement to teach because if you get a handle on this and you start to step in and walk into this, then, oh my goodness, that changes everything. It changes your trajectory of how you serve, how you walk, how you live. It gives hope to the hopeless. It gives a reason and a purpose to those who were before maybe floundering. And it sets your feet solidly on walking in the person that God has created you to be. And so, Holy Spirit, as we start today, Father God, I just pray that you would be over my listeners, the folks that are here. And Lord, they're not my listeners, they're your listeners. But I pray, Father, that you would encourage, instruct, and teach us so that we can reflect you to the world and bring people, draw people to you for the glory of your name. And Jesus, I just ask that in your name. Amen. So we are covering a lot today. Now, this is the second in our series of discovering your spiritual gifts. What are they anyway? It's my prayer that after listening to this podcast, that you'll be able to uncover what your spiritual gift is and then unpack it and and bring it out and develop it and grow in that so that then you will be useful to the kingdom. To recap what we talked about already, there's several passages in the New Testament that talk about your spiritual gifts and what spiritual gifts are. It's very helpful to understand what your gifts are and then what they're not. And if you are brand new to this and you're confused or you had no idea that there were spiritual gifts and you just have no idea what I'm talking about, there is no shame or guilt in that. Because this is not an area that we hear preached about a lot. And then sometimes when it's preached, it's preached condemning others that may hold a different view or understanding. It can be a little crazy. So 
unpacking it, un- understanding and unpacking this whole idea of your spiritual gift, I think is fundamental and foundational that it just lights me up. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. And if you understand, unpack and, and start to use your gift, then you're no longer in Satan's sidelines. You're no longer of no benefit to the kingdom. You become a great benefit to the kingdom, a warrior standing in the gap for others. So let's just jump into it. So to recap last week, who has a gift? Well, we learned from 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7. So first in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, it says, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So each believer, you have to be a believer. That's a prerequisite. You may have gifts and talents if you're if you're here with us today and you're not a believer, or maybe you're new to the faith. You can have all kinds of gifts and and talents and natural skills because that's just the way God made you. But spiritual gifts are spiritually given to the spiritually in tune. So you do have to be a believer to be given this gift. The Holy Spirit is the one who decides what gift you get. And the Holy Spirit, he's actually the one that gives that gift. And that's in verse 11. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. But the but one and the same Spirit works all of these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. So the the Holy Spirit gives us our gifts and he gives us our gifts to do the work that God has preordained for us. I am going to be just flipping all through the scripture today. So you just write them down. If I'm going too fast, you write it down so that you can come back and you can look at it. So, so Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine. For by grace, you've been saved through faith and that not of yourself, it's the gift of God, not as a result of works so that no man may boast. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) I mean, we want to think that we found God and that we came to faith, but no, God says that's not the way that works. He gives us the grace to have our faith and by faith we believe. And he gives us that faith, not so that we can boast and say that we did it, but it's just as a grace gift, not as a result so that no one may boast. And then verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And y'all, as we study, we're going to see that our, our faith is a gift. Our salvation is a gift. It's all a gift. God, in his great love for us, gave us these gifts. And then as we appropriate the gift and as we walk in them, then we glorify him and we bring, hopefully can show others to him and bring others to him by his grace and his glory. The word that the Bible uses for gift is a free gift. It's a grace gift. It's a charistama. And that's probably saying that wrong, but Hopefully you'll have grace with me on that one, but it is a grace gift. It's a gift of the Lord. So you have to be a believer. The Holy Spirit decides what gift you get, and he gives it to us so that we can do these works that God has especially designed for us to do for such a time as this. That's why we have our gifts and their gifts are not ever for our own glory, but it's for the building up of the body of the church. Now the word for church in the Greek, in the New Testament is ecclesia, and that means the called out ones. So it's not just the Baptists or the Presbyterians or the Episcopals or the Catholics or the Lutherans or put in the denomination you want there. It is all of us. It's those who are called and set apart who serve the Lord. That is the ecclesia. That is the church. That's the body. That's who we are to encourage and help and to meet the needs of. And the way it works is my gifts are different from your gifts. So the gifts that I have when I'm using them, 
they encourage you and build you up. The gifts that you have that I don't have encourage and lift me up. Now, if you think about your friends in the church, some folks are really gifted singers. Some are really gifted nursery workers. Some are really gifted preachers and teachers. And it takes all of us to have a body that is healthy. In the first Corinthians chapter, writer of first Corinthians says, you know, we're not all an eye. We're not all a foot. We're not all an ear. And there's a reason for that. Because what good would we be if we were all the same? But each member has its job, has its gifting, has its body so that we can work together as one. And that's why this is so exciting is because when you discover your gift, when you unpack it and you start to use that gift, when you utilize it for the kingdom, then we're all better. And, you know, the quote, a rising tide raises all ships. I love that because it's so true. When we are operating in our gifts, then everyone is made better. The Lord is served and his glory goes out. And it's by our works of goodness. It's by the Holy Spirit that we hold back evil in this crazy, crazy time. Okay, where do we find these gifts? Where are the gifts? Where can I find it for myself? Well, I'm going to give you four passages. There are four places primarily in scripture that we find the spiritual gifts listed. The very first one is Romans chapter 12. The next one is 1 Corinthians 12. The next passage is 1 Peter chapter 4 and then Ephesians chapter 4. Okay, so Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Peter 4, and Ephesians 4. Now that's where we have complete lists. And here's where I'm going to say, I want you to pray, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and give you discernment and wisdom. And only after you have looked at this for yourself, do I want you to listen to your pastor or your other teachers or go YouTube it or whatever, because give the Holy Spirit a chance to speak to you himself, test and approve your teachers. Now, if you love a good resource in your hand, there is a book written years ago by C. Peter Wagner. It's called Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. That's one of those timeless classics. It actually has a little checklist of questions you can take that would maybe help to guide you in any solid Bible teaching pastor is going to have this in their list of sermons and series. You can probably just Google their name and write spiritual gifts. And that's in his teaching is going to come up. I know Chip Ingram has a, a great teaching on how to discover your gifts. Regardless, those are the four places where we are taught that our spiritual gifts are. Before we get into all of that, though, let's take just a minute to diverge on a different path and let's talk about briefly what our spiritual gifts are not. The Holy Spirit, first of all, is not a spiritual gift. He is; a, It is a gift from the Lord and he is, as I've already said, he's our, he's our teacher, he's our guide, he's our helper, he's our comforter. He is the one that guides us into all truth. He's our tutor that leads us to grace. But He is a person of the Godhead that dwells within us who decides what gifts we have. So he is separate from the gifts. He gives the gifts, but he is separate from the gifts. That's not what I mean when I say spiritual gifts. Our spiritual gifts are supernatural talents and abilities that the Lord has given to us for the building up of his church. Okay, so that's what a spiritual gift is. Now, in Galatians 5, 22, we see a list of spiritual fruit. Our giftings are given to us so that we can help others to grow. And that is separate from what we're called to be as Christians. So we have our Christian roles, things that every Christian is called to. I believe that we are all called to love, that we are all called to meet the needs of the body when we see them. I believe that we are all called to tithe. And to tithe means to give a portion of our money back to the Lord for his work. But 
when we look at these, we see that in the gifts, there are some people that are that are given the gift of giving. So they're going to give abundantly above and beyond what a tithe would be. There are people with the gift of service that are going to give way more than just the average person who can meet a need. But the fruit of the Spirit, and this is Galatians 5, 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And did you get that? The fruit of the Spirit. So this should be the character traits that every Christian is emulating in their life. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Because against such things, there is no law. If we live by the Spirit, we're going to walk by the Spirit. And that's verse 25. And then here's number 26. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying each other. So the fruit of the Spirit, which should be our character traits, it should be the, the defining character of a growing Christian. Now, are we there yet? No. Are we to attain to this? Yes. But that's the fruit of the Spirit that we're all called to have, different from your specific spiritual gift. Our spiritual gifts are also not our natural talents. Before you're a believer, you have things that you're good at, your natural talents, your natural skills. That is not a spiritual gift. That is what we're, that's in our DNA. Our spiritual gifts are what comes in our spiritual DNA that the Lord enables us to do. And then it's also not the role of a Christian. So we're called, again, this is like our character traits with the fruit of the Spirit, but we have roles as Christians that we're to step into, our habits of holiness. We're all called to pray. We're all called to be humble. We're called to hospitality. We're called to service. Those are roles that as Christians that we are asked to perform or to play or to participate in, but that's not necessarily the gifting that you're given. All right. I hope I'm making this clear, 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 clear. But the four places that you can read about and find the gifts of the Spirit are Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Peter 4, and Ephesians 4. Now I've done a, I've used a lot of words here to get us to this point, but that's where we find our spiritual gifts. So then in our next session, what we're going to look at is how do you determine what would your spiritual gift possibly be? Do you have one or do you have many? And if you have it, what are we supposed to do with it? And that is so exciting to me that you're on this journey. So I do hope that you will take some time between now and the time that you listen to the next podcast, whether you're binging or not, to determine and to see what are the gifts, where's the listings, are they still all available today? Have some ceased? Are they in full action? Are they not? What is your role? What does your pastor say? What does your church teach? How does that line up with what the Bible teaches? So I hope you'll take some time because in our next episode, we're going to be looking at how can you begin to discern and to determine what your gift is? How do you unpack that? How do you uncover it? And how do you unpack it? And so that then how can you use it? And y'all, as you're struggling and going through this, I hope you'll go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, this is Kathy. guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, 
go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Thank you.